Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Happy Monday. Dealing with some flooding issues to start this. Some real light snow flurries and quick snow shower, but we're not that concerned about that. We'll check in with meteorologist Dean DeVore about that coming up in our next half hour. But flooding periodically, certainly the Mon Wharf's closed. And you've heard about this bathtub section of uh, downtown Pittsburgh. Fitz, good morning, sir. Good morning, Marty. How are you? As we get into this, tell, because, you know, people need to be reminded, tell listeners your new gig, please, sir. I'm the uh, executive director of the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission, which is works with infrastructure on in the 10 county region, obviously, including Allegheny County, but Beaver, Butler, Lawrence, South uh, Washington, Westmoreland, et cetera, uh, in, in Allegheny County. And we work with putting these plans together that do things like the bathtub. And it was the organization that I now work for that started on this over over two years ago, uh, putting these plans together, working to try to get this funded. Uh, first time around, we're not successful. Uh, but obviously on Friday, we found out that uh, Secretary Buttigieg uh, awarded this region money to fix the bathtub, among other things, $142 million of infrastructure money coming into southwestern Pennsylvania. So, Rich, what's the timeline nice. for that that particular part of the projects? They, they get started pretty much right away. They, they nice. start with the plans. Uh, they go out for bid, um, you know, go through a normal project. I can't give you a timeline, but I would say within the next couple of years, it should be done. Hey, Fitz, um, not to be redundant, but this money will fix what we're hearing this morning's happening on the bathtub area? Yes, yes. It, that's part of the project. That, that's not the whole $142 million. They're going to be uh, fixing a ramp, um, a bus lane, basically, on the Parkway East which will connect when you're coming down towards the Squirrel Hill Tunnel from the Churchill exit. Uh, you'll be on a dedicated ramp for those using transit from Westmoreland County, from Monroeville and eastern suburbs, uh, onto the busway. So there's a lot in that uh, that $142 million. Uh, obviously, the bathtub getting a lot of attention right now because of the flooding of the Mon Wharf. But there's a whole lot of infrastructure dollars and putting people to work that are going to happen with that $142 million. And that's on top of the $130 million that was announced a week earlier from Secretary of Transportation, nice. PennDOT Secretary Carroll, to fix the Fort Duquesne Bridge, the uh, McKees Rocks Bridge, and the West End Bridge. That Fort, that, that Rocks Bridge, Larry, sketch. Man, 
the sidewalks. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the reason why, obviously, you mentioned the bathtub area and I did is because it's so pertinent. We've been talking about flooding on the Mon Wharf. Larry, how, how long? You've been a weather guy. How long have you been talking about that? 30 years? Oh, yeah. I mean, every year, multiple times, the Mon Wharf, which at 18 feet of river depth, starts to flood. Then you have the 10th Street Bypass at 22, and then the <gasps> bathtub at 25. So the river is way up to get that water on the bathtub, Rich, as you well know. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, it's obviously not just for downtown Pittsburgh, right. but anybody coming, you know, going out to the airport, going out to the, to the western suburbs, or both ways, actually, coming. Uh, and it's just been a, a very, very difficult situation to deal with. And uh, we all came together, and, uh, the, you know, it's always nice to have an election year come up. And uh, that's right. we tend to get a lot of love during election years. We got it four years ago. When, At least he's honest. Uh, the former president gave us money for the BRT, and yep. I think this year we're going to do okay uh, with this administration. Hey, before you go, um, Southwest PA Commission Executive Director Rich Fitzgerald, so I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you know this kind of stuff. Would it make sense? Because now we're hearing they had to rescue folks in the encampment. Um, would it make sense to have a go team in place, whether it's the county fits or the city or a combination of a go team that would be able to clean out an encampment? Because you have a couple of days warning, right, Larry, when, when the, when the wharf's going to flood? Yeah, you. in most cases, you, you can calculate that, and it can be hours and days sometimes. So, Fitz, wouldn't it make sense to kind of have a sort of a go team to say – Get down there, clean that up now, and bam, it's done. Would that make sense? Well, certainly, certainly, you want you 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 know when you have a dangerous situation such as this, and and we know with flooding, typically it's not something that you just find out ten yep. minutes earlier. You 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 know they they can make the you know when the river's going to crest. They 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 make those predictions all the time. It's going to crest you know twenty eight hours from now or forty two hours from now, whatever it might be. So, yeah, you obviously want to have public safety along with your human service departments working in areas wherever that might be to, you know, put people, uh, get people out of danger and get them into safe situations. While we have you, before you go, how's the new gig? I mean, you had 12 years uh, with the weight of the county on your shoulders. Uh, how are you feeling? It's different. Uh, I, I, you don't have the, the, the immediate pressure that comes when uh, a snowstorm or some other the bathtub situation, it, it's, its you know, more direct to uh, the county executive, the mayor, county commissioners. Their job is to deal with immediate issues. Mine is more long-range planning and uh, trying to, to lobby our, our federal and state officials for plans that are already in the mix when we're competing with other regions around the country and around the state. So it's, it's different. The pressure is not nearly as, uh, as intense as it was in uh, – I must say, I do enjoy getting home uh, at 5.30 at night to have dinner with my wife. Hey, man, before you go, guy sends me a note. Come on, man. $140 million for something that ain't dangerous. That's the bathtub he's saying. Uh, the Brighton Bridge is falling down. They're going to start calling us London. Let's fix that first. And then the potholes. Taking that out of the equation, it, there's a dramatic need. If you read this piece in the PG over the weekend in Pittsburgh for some dangerous bridges, and it could take decades and no understatement fits hundreds of millions of dollars to fix this won't it it, it will and, and there's a lot of infrastructure needs uh, in the city and and i will tell you uh, having traveled uh the last couple of uh, weeks into armstrong county and indiana county i'm going to be in butler county today they all have needs they and some of them are very very 
uh, bad. I mean, they get bad, bad situations with roads and bridges. Uh, they may not get the attention that we have here uh, in the media center of, of the city of Pittsburgh, but there's a lot of infrastructure needs that Excellent point. communities in Fayette and Greene County have as well. So what happens is in our organization is each county and each organization, like the city, they put their priorities in, in you know, up front and come to the come to the table and say we want these projects advanced we want these projects to move forward so that's something that the commission the 60 commissioners who all get together and vote on what gets uh, priority uh, moves forward on always appreciate your time rich thank you good morning guys have a good day yeah, take care and good luck rich fitzgerald whose new role again is the executive director of the southwestern pennsylvania commission 10 hey, counties uh, he's home more I wonder if he's annoying his wife yet. You know what I'm saying, Larry? Because they, they tell us they want us home. Then we get home and we annoy the hell out of them. Good question. When the weather turns bad, turn to the Katie Cab Radio Storm Center. We'll keep you up to date. Traffic delays, school closures, and important weather information. Every time we activate the Katie Cab Radio Storm Center, brought to you by Mr. Reuter, call 412 Reuter 2, and the Generator Super Center on News Radio KDKA. So, Marty, I assume you watched both football games yesterday. My man, I love the NFL. I could watch that every day. I loved it. It was fun. I felt bad for Detroit, though. I, I kind of wanted them. Same, brother. Because of all the mojo, Motown. Well, plus, their, their their coach reminds me of uh, Bill Cower in his day. I He's, like those kind of guys. Yeah, he got them there, but there'll be a lot of questions about some of the decisions he made. But you're leading a team by 17. There has never been a comeback in a championship game after a team is led by 17 at half. There is now. <laughs> there is now. And Kansas City back in it again. Chance to go back-to-back again. Hey, I love Patrick Mahomes. Maybe there's maybe the most gifted athlete we'll ever see. Uh, unbelievable football, anyway. Well, they make, you know. You know, they just – it felt like they were dominating. But yet the game – you know, they only scored three points between the two teams in the second half. It's unbelievable, really. Uh, so it is Kansas City and the 49ers, Super Bowl 58. That'll be on Sunday, February 11th in Las Vegas, Nevada. And let's check in with meteorologist Dean DeVore at AccuWeather World Headquarters. Good morning, Dean. Are we this morning? We're good. Uh, but we thought maybe we'd be dealing with a little more uh, issue with the snow, but it's pretty light right now. There's not much showing out there. Yeah, this whole storm system has been kind of uh, substandard compared to what the models were telling us it could do here uh, over the last 24 hours. Um, we certainly got a lot of rain and the the melting snow and situation uh, contributing to the flooding issues in localized areas that uh, Kathy and uh, Kathy was talking about in the in the traffic report. Um, where we are right now in terms of the the weather, I think is where we're going to be all day with clouds and uh, we've got flurries around this morning. Uh, 
it probably trans over, transitions over to some sprinkles uh, of rain this afternoon or some snizzle, kind of that where it's hard to tell whether it's a snowflake or a raindrop kind of deal. The blustery winds will keep uh, real feels uh, lagging today as temperatures get up within a few degrees of 40. The uh, real feels right now are in the 20s and will be in that uh, zone throughout much of the day. Temperature down to 28 tonight and then mid-40s tomorrow. There is a system that could bring uh, some uh, snow showers or flurries late tomorrow night into Wednesday and then back up into the mid-40s Wednesday. Breezy with clouds aplenty on Thursday, high 46. And then we're all looking at the forecast for what Friday will bring since it's such a big, big day. There could be some flurry... There's could be some flurries or snow showers up there on the knob, uh, even here in Pittsburgh. I may add that to the mix here with the temperatures being in the mid 30s, low 30s to start, mid to upper 30s for the rest of the frivolity and fun on Groundhog Day on Friday. Well, we will check in later with you this week and appreciate the update, Dean. Thank you. Have a great morning. Thanks, yeah, brother. But no big storms this week. That's the big news, good. and that's good news. That is. Dean DeBoer, meteorologist in charge at AccuWeather. So um, I'm kind of annoyed, and I'll tell you why. And Larry mentioned this because he's a weather guru. Larry, what would you say they have fair warning of, of sometimes a week, maybe days, of when the wharf's going to flood, right? Yeah, the Mon Wharf floods at 18 feet. Uh, they can calculate this through the Army Corps of Engineers, right. uh, how much uh, rain we have received, how much the river's going to rise, then... 10th Street bypass floods at 22 feet, the bathtub at 25. We're right there now, but they certainly are aware of this in some cases days in advance. And I know most of you people get annoyed by the homeless encampments. Fine, but they are people and they're human beings and need to be treated as such. And quite frankly, Larry, you know this. It's been annoying me all morning that someone with juice, whether it's the city or their county or both or the state, I don't give a damn. Somebody would have gone in there and cleaned it up because they knew it was coming. This has also touched the nerve of a county councilwoman, Bethany Hallam. Good morning, Bethany. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Morning, Bethany. I know how you are. I know how you think. And I know this irritates the hell out of you that they had to actually rescue people. And none of that was cleared out. Is that fair for me to say? Oh, yeah. People were screaming for help last night, screaming for help in mm. tents that were flooded. These are folks who were sleeping, mm. uh, you know, the little bit of sleep that they get when they are living in a precarious situation, such as when they are unhoused, and they were screaming for help. So help me with this. Um, wasn't there fair warning for someone to get down there and clean this up? Oh, yeah. As recently as Friday, the city had outreach workers down there who were monitoring the levels and made the decision uh, not to clear it out. But, Larry, we knew Friday because we all knew that it was going to flood. There were reporters down there. Correct. Be Bethany, look, hindsight's twenty twenty. Make me the jerk. But in your opinion, doesn't it feel as if they blew this off and should not have blown it off? Yeah, because I know that this is something that they watch regularly. I know as recently as two weeks ago, the city was planning on clearing out the Mon Wharf encampment because back then they thought it was going to flood. They were planning on finding shelter for the folks who were staying there. And yet this time, when it actually did flood, they were nowhere to be found. Someone could have died. Uh, several people could have died. Someone could have died. And, for all, and we truly don't even know yet what did happen. No, no, I find the disconnect here, Larry, to be a profound but there should be, and maybe I'm an idiot saying this too, Bethany, there should be some sort of a go team. They got four dump trucks, social workers and vans.
They get down there, get that cleaned up in an hour and a half, two hours. Is that not fair? That is what the Roots team that the city has put together is supposed to be, the go team. When they need to get people shelter, when they need to get people help, when they need to save people from a situation that could kill them, that is what that team is supposed to be for. Well, they weren't this time, sister. And I know that they weren't. And and this is the overarching problem is that they have no problem rushing to clear an encampment when people are complaining that they don't want to see unhoused people downtown. But when it comes to their lives being in danger, that they really need help, where are they? Yeah, I I, got to agree with what she's saying. Uh, Hey, I'm going to dig on this, uh, find out why this wasn't done. I I know you'll do the same. You're probably going to raise some hell about this, right? Oh, I'm pretty mad about it. And again, we we are supposed to have an open line of communication between the county and the city to prepare for things like this, to get a heads up so that we can go down and help folks prepare for a flood, prepare for an encampment clearing. There was no communication whatsoever. So this is the city's responsibility, so I'm clear? I believe it's a joint effort. I believe it's supposed to be the city and the county together. The city has been the one who has been taking charge of clearing encampments in the past. Uh, So I would put a little bit more of the responsibility on them, but it should be a joint effort. It should be DHS at the county working in coordination with Roots at the city, uh, with with the community care teams at the city. All of those folks need to be working together if we want to keep our neighbors safe. No, we appreciate you jumping in. It's very important stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bethany Hallam, Allegheny County Council member. Live, Marty, you work her up. But she's fired up. But but at the end of the day, come on, man. As irritating as all this is to people, the drugs and alcoholism and petty theft and that sort of thing, I get that. I've been part of saying we've got to get rid of this. But I promise you this, brother. If there were dogs on the Mon Wharf that were trapped by rising waters, the blank would hit the fan. We'd have the damn Coast Guard down there rescuing Fido and the Putty Cat. Just saying. Coming up right after the news at the top of the hour... An issue with Jay Leno and his wife, who's battling dementia, that, you know, these kind of issues crop up Spot on, brother. far too often. And Larry said something this morning. We're both getting older, duh. And this stuff starts to cross your mind that what if I lose my faculties? What if my, you know what I'm saying? And what is my wife to do? It's a sad story, but there are some practical things yep. to discuss. And we'll have the details of that involving Jay Leno right now. It's about the kiss post game. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens. Travis Kelsey, who caught 11 passes, he wow. was targeted 11 times, caught them all. By the way, if and my girlfriend went, or wife were in the stands, I'd be showing off too. So, right after the game. Where were you guys at? Travis Kelsey pulling Taylor Swift in for a big kiss after the Chiefs beat the Ravens and punched themselves a ticket to the Super Bowl. As the CBS crew pointed out, To the victors go everything. (laughs) Swifties were amazed her crimson lipstick didn't smudge a bit. The question now, will she make it to the Super Bowl despite two scheduled eras to her shows in Tokyo that weekend? NFL insider Ian Rappaport says yes. Let me introduce you to something called the International Dateline. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And Taylor Swift insider, Stacey's yes. with us on the Big K Morning Show. And people, I know it all. And here's the thing. <laughs> I, I love her. I love the charm of it. I love love. But Stacey, the outrage. And Larry, I mean outrage. I post this, that little clip on social media 
75 to 100,000 people, and 80% of them are outraged. What the hell's wrong with people, Stace? You know why, Marty? Same reason I give the side eye to the young girls at the gym that wear belly shirts and yoga pants. Jealousy. The side eye. The side eye. Good old unadulterated jealousy. If that was, if she was dating Mason Rudolph, the Enzards would love her. Oh, my gosh, that's great. So I want to ask you something, because in particular, the men say it's ruining the game okay. and screw her and I hate this. What's your boy say? The man, the legend, the football zealot. What does hubby say about this? Ron Jeremy of the North Side said, <laughs> Stacy, if she came up and tried to kiss me, I'd kiss her too. Whoa. I mean, we all know she has nothing to do with football. But you can't. I thought it was such a nice kiss. Yes. I actually went, oh. Larry, nice. tell Stacy how long, because all these people are going apoplectic. <laughs> How long was Taylor Swift on camera yesterday? Less than 30 seconds on the network. That's but it. She's also brought in $37 million. Is that what they're saying? I believe yeah. it. I believe it. And, and let and me tell you a quick, a quick 15-second story. I know a retired city cop who escorted her out of the Fairmont when she played here. And she turned around and looked at all the officers and said, thank you for all you do. I thought that was a nice story. Everything Stacy says today is spot on. It's envy. It's misogynism. It's hatred. I don't know what that means. Misogynism. Yeah. <laughs> is that where you get a happy ending? I don't know. <laughs> all I right. Don't know. We, we got to go oh now. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God, I love her. Stacy. have a great day. Thank you. What? She's our version of Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, I wish. Stacy, not so swift. Oh, uh, that's whoa. terrible that someone whoa. would say that. Oh, man. You're right on. On a Monday, you attack her. <laughs> I didn't say what? that. <laughs> Marty, that's why you're my favorite. Thank Larry. you, honey. Sweet Larry. Snookums. Oh, wow. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.